When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, we put out the uh, call before Gibbsy via the text line said, look, give us your best World Cup moments. Doesn't even have to necessarily be about a soccer World Cup. Could be any sport across the board for a World Cup. Love this one from our good mate Dave. He said, cannot wait for the World Cup next week. Set the alarms. Gives me goosebumps. My favourite moment, the Tim Cahill brace versus Japan in 2006. The 3-1 group stage match win. How good? Long one from Neil and Kawaguchi doesn't get to this and, and the ball's going in. Australia score for the first time ever in the World Cup finals and the name is Tim Cahill. Tim Cahill just, I mean, put himself on such a pedestal after representing Australia. So we loved Tim Cahill and everything he did, playing in the APL, etc. But just the way that he went about it, uh, the iconic celebrations, what he did for the Socceroos, making them so relevant inside that World Cup stage, etc., was just so beautiful to watch for Australian sport. He was a, a marvel, wasn't he? Uh, and that, yeah, that, that brace against, would you say Japan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, spectacular. And that, that volley... That he that he hit against it might have been the Netherlands, actually. Mm. They crossed it over. He's just gone whack on the left foot. I think it was hit in the top corner. Ran straight to the the flag in the corner. Signature boxing, left right jab uppercut. Yep. Flag didn't flag did not see it coming. Get you up and about. Yeah, absolutely. If that doesn't get you up and about, then I guess you're a corpse. Uh, this text, what about 1995? A 20-year-old Jonah Lomu steamrolled England with four tries, announced himself onto the scene, destroying every man who got in his way. Just redefined what a winger could actually be in rugby. It was Jonah Lomu. It was always supposed to be, you know, sort of speedy, nippy little guy who was quicker than everyone else. Then all of a sudden a bloke uh, turned up who could quite easily fit in as a front rower, but also he's lightning quick. Oh, the poor outside backs. Imagine being some of the outside backs back in the day when if you're either the fullback, last line of defence or the wingers, and you see Jonah Lomming on the sideline going, well, that guy is as big as the back three if some of the opposition's put together. And it's scary when, when he was only 20 years old too. Mm, ridiculous. Like. <laughs> yep, he was a machine. What do you got, Gibbsy? Uh, where do you want me to start? I, I reckon you start with... Uh... Heard, mm. Oh, actually, no. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it uh, World Cup. Yep. World Cup. I'm going to stay... I'm going to say, what about the... Uh... The goat, yeah. Maradona. Yes. The old uh, hand of God. Ooh. Maradona just walked away from Hoddleton. Maldonado. Maradona. And appealing for offside. The ball came back off the foot of Steve Hodge. And Maradona gives Argentina the lead. The England players protesting to the referee. Don't worry, nothing would have changed today. VAR would have somehow stuffed that up as well. <laughs> yeah, but when uh, when we look back at that incident, that was probably the, the biggest the biggest thing in World World Cup, especially from a, from a football point of view. Yeah, spot on. It was massive. They're still talking about it. It uh, it'd, be, it'd go down in one of what it would. It is the biggest moment so far in, in World Cup World Cup history. Yes. So that's one of those unbelievable moments. It was clear handball. Yeah. Absolute clear handball. Clear handball as well. 
but we'll stay on the World Cup. We will stay on the World Cup. And um, Zinedine Zidane from France, obviously another legend, iconic of the, the sport. In his last World Cup, decided to go out with a bang. And in the final against uh, Italy, I think it was, just decided to uh, throw his head around, Hazy. <laughs> oh, wow. Marco Matarazzi gets crushed. By Zidane. Just a solid little headbutt to the stern. He wasn't headbutting the ball. No, he wasn't. Oh, that was an unbelievable moment as well. And even back then, the, what do you call it, the memes and the gifts from that, I mean, that probably started a new generation, didn't it? It certainly did. And, and they were red hot favourites from memory uh, in that game. And they capitulated uh, and they, they lost that game. And yeah, the back end of the... Uh, that game, that's when that moment happened. So yeah. not only did France capitulate, uh, so did Zinedine Zidane. All right, uh, outstanding stuff. Give us a nomination, 0427-154-166. Doesn't matter which sport it is, your favourite World Cup moment. I'll give you one. Herschel Gibbs drops the World Cup and Steve's war survives and absolutely gives it to him in 1999. So having suffered a poor start to their run chase, skipper Steve War, Ricky Ponting, battled hard before war flicked a delivery from Lance Klusner. Oh, wasn't he an iconic character in the air in the 34th, the first over. Gibbs barely had to move at mid-wicket. He was one of the best fielders in international cricket. And though he initially took the ball cleanly, it slipped from his grasp as he attempted to throw it up in celebration. You wouldn't read about it. That's out. Oh, he's, he's dropped, dropped it. He's dropped it. I don't believe it. That's unbelievable. He was throwing it up. He thought he had it. It was a little lollipop. And the man who did so well with the bat has taken his eye off the ball, and the ball has just dribbled out of his fingers. He was about to throw it up. Unbelievable stuff. So, Steve Wall went on to make an unbeaten 120, seaside uh, to a three-wicket win. It also set up a pre-clash in the semi-finals. Um, and famously, Steve Wall sledged to Herschel Gibbs afterwards, whilst he was still batting. You've just dropped the World Cup. How good. <laughs> brilliant. How good's a, a sledge, sledge from a batsman to the fielder? <laughs> And he had it too. He had it in his hands. Yeah. It, we, we, the celebration cost him. And you know, he's my second cousin. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. There is a relation there. Herschel Gibbs. Herschel Gibbs. There you go. Hopefully uh, you had nothing to do with his little match-fixing scandal back in the day. Uh, no, did I mention that he's not my second cousin? <laughs> <laughs> just a fluke. Uh, let's stay on some cricket then. Ricky Ponting, 2003. Australia became just the second nation to successfully defend the World Cup, thanks largely to their skipper, Ricky Ponting, punter, smashed four boundaries, eight sixes on the way to a massive score of 140 not out from just 121 balls. Glenn McGrath caught and bowled Sachin Tendulkar in the first over in his run chase, which effectively ended India's chances. Ricky Ponting was on fire, and gosh, we love him. For That's that. nicely timed for Ponting. That's a superb stroke. There he goes again. The result the same. This is even bigger. It's out of here, this one. That's good footwork. And he didn't actually try to hit it too hard. But he won't be required if such shots are played. It's a meaty blow. I love it how we're, what we're, we expect now from aggressive batsmen in white ball format is to be going at almost a minimum of 200% in terms of strike rate. So Ricky pointing to hit 140, effectively if 120 balls were like, he just went ballistic. The bloke... You'd almost have to put a hose on him to put him out. He was on fire. <laughs> yeah. It was one of the, the great knocks, wasn't it? And uh, he could get in those zones, couldn't he? Old Ricky Ponting. Once he had his eye in, he was certainly hard to get out. And 
that, that was one of many amazing innings that he had uh, in World Cup cricket for Australia. Mm, there you go. Give us a nomination. What do you got? 0427 154 166. Uh, the best World Cup moments in saying that as well, 2005, of course, when Australia got themselves into their first World Cup. Iconic uh, moment for Australian football. I've got themselves back into it. Um, let's relive what was happening in 2005 from a sports point of view. What were you doing? Uh, all the trends. What was playing on your radio in terms of music? 2005, can you remember back then? 2005, in short, when you were getting ready to start your career as an AFL footballer. You were year 12, 2005? I was in year, year 11. 11 in 2005. Mm. Uh, it was a good year. I made my debut for Glenelg that year. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Ran around against you, probably. Uh, 2005, no, I didn't get there till 2006. Okay. Remarkably as well, what, you played a full season of league football as a 17-year-old in 2006. Correct me if I'm wrong, but came third in the best and fairest? I did. Mm. They're doing your homework. Mm. I, and I was spewing too because, and it's still the rules today, state underage footy takes priority over any form of football. So, so you missed some games. So I missed about four games in that year. So you're saying you definitely would have won the best and fairest? Probably would have won it. No, nah, Brett Backwell won the, uh, the, the best and fairest that year in his McGarry medal <laughs> year. So I wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't have got close to him, but uh, I wasn't far off second. Mm. And uh, there might have been a nice little bonus in there for coming second. Oh, is there? Yeah. Nice. But uh, yeah, I missed about four games because I, I, I was spewing for one of them because it was a a trial game against like North Adelaide's reserves team. So it was a game that meant absolutely nothing, but it meant that I couldn't play for Glenelg on the weekend. See, that's tough because I would have thought that in terms of your development, uh, playing a league game for the Bays league side would have been probably a better spot for you to be than playing a bit of a practice match against North twos. Well, that's why we were a bit agitated mm. about it, Hazy. Did I, you fight back, did you? Oh, we asked the question for that exact reason. Like, yeah. what, are, what are you going to get more out of? And for match fees, etc. <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyway, not to be, but um, yeah. Not to be. All right, get that text line or keep it buzzing, 0427-154-166. A uh, big shout out as well to our good friends at Toyota. Toyota Genuine Service ensures your Toyota vehicle receives expert car and attention from our trained technician. Um, top of 24 degrees across Adelaide today. It's going to be showery with a possible thunderstorm. Although you wouldn't know it right now. Gorgeous conditions. I like to live in the moment, so I'm going to wear a singlet for the rest of the day. Yeah, sun's out for sure. Uh, did you just guess the weather then, like you usually do? No. <laughs> no, I had a sheepish look on my face, but I was looking <laughs> up at the monitor up there. I think okay. it's 24 degrees. All right, no worries. <laughs> All right, goodbye. <laughs>